0: Kill Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is...
1: I'm John. I'm the husband.
0: Hello, John, the husband. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well.
0: You look uh, stuck in a forest. That wasn't there a while ago, was it? No,
1: that night, the one I'm pointing at right now, that one in particular, yeah, that night a forest grew. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just like episode
0: seven of season two of Dexter.
1: Yeah, or like a fire. Oh, God. A
0: huge fire.
1: Whatever you'd like to go with.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Guys, some shit has uh, gone down in this forest.
1: Well, we're in the last half of the season.
0: Yes, we are. When when the
1: fuck did that happen? It happened last time.
0: Oh, my God. Last night when the forest grew? Yeah,
1: that night a forest grew and now we're on the other side.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So, let's get into it. Please. Okay. Lila's loft. We're there. and. We hear Lila talking about using the entire canvas, mm. light, feathery strokes, uh-huh. longer strokes. Ooh. But it turns out it was all for sex. Yes, and Dexter's wiener was the brush.
0: It sure was. He he liked uh, painting that canvas.
1: He really did. And their united orgasm was quite a lot.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Like they kept moaning and just like oh, and just okay. Alright.
0: Really?
1: Just a long, good, 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 long <laughs> orgasm. Good for them.
0: My goodness.
1: Well, Dexter had always found uh, using instruction manuals to be quite useful, so <laughs> I don't think we have anything to complain about. However, ScarWatch! <gasps> yeah dun, dun 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 Welcome to Scarwatch. My name is Chris Hansen. No. <laughs> wrong host. We got the wrong host for this. <laughs> Get out of here, Chris. Why would you want me to get out of here? Please take a seat. Please take a seat. Okay, get out of here, Chris Hansen. No, he has a scar from when he was in that sword fight in season one. Yes! I put that in my notes too. I was
0: so excited to see the scar.
1: Lilo rubs uh, his, his, his scar, so it, it's a nice little, yeah, but it's, it's cool to see. Yay! Lilo wants Dex to sex her with his dark urges, and when he did it, it just looked like all of the long strokes from before. <laughs> this is my life. Analyzing sex scenes. But later, when Dexter's leaving, uh, Lila's loft, at the, on the outside of her door, there's a light that the landlord hasn't fixed. So Lila breaks the landlord's light, so now he has to fix both lights. And then Dexter leaves.
0: There it goes. Yeah, she, she knows how to get what she wants.
1: Yeah, someone who doesn't have what she wants is Rita, because Gail does that thing that parents do that is so fucking rude. I mean, okay, I guess if you have a smaller kid, whatever, fine, parent yourself. I'm not telling you how to parent, but if you have a 30-year-old woman, 35-year-old woman, don't do the curtains opening up thing. No. It's the worst way to wake up. It's never worked. I learned to sleep through them because my dad kept trying to, he kept trying to do that, And then when I moved into the basement, he kept trying to turn music on really loud. So now I can just sleep through anything. (laughs) It's so true. I was just stubborn. (laughs) Anyway, that's a very visceral reaction from me. (laughs) But yeah, Rita slept in the last three days. She's not doing great. And Mommy Gail is taking over.
0: That she is. Dear Lord, she takes over that whole house.
1: Back at Dexter's apartment, Deb is still talking like Dex and Rita are still together. And yeah. then Dex tells her, he's like, we're, if we're broken up, it's for real. And I don't know if Deb doesn't care, if she doesn't believe him, or if she's not buying it, but in any way, she's not accepting it. That's it. And is basically saying, yeah, well, when you guys do get back together, let me know. I'll stay at Gabriel's, and you guys can fuck as loud as you want.
0: That's so nice of Deb. <laughs> yeah.
1: Over at the precinct, Dexter gets there, and it turns out, according to Batista, the Miami Tribune has received a 32-page manifesto from The Butcher. Dear Lord! And it must be from The Butcher, because he they had three victims that they never released to the press. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. Big deal. But we find out that Dex sent it in, and he's just fucking, he's tired of reacting to Lundy. Oh
0: my God, 32 pages? Where did Dexter find the time? He was just complaining about time management this last episode.
1: Well, and 32 is such an specific number isn't it though yeah i don't know it's like i had 49 and you're like why not just 50 not why what? not just 30 i don't know <laughs> but we get over to a crime scene at a pool where dokes and la are looking over the scene and it turns out it looks like it was, there was blunt force trauma that the victim never saw coming and her stepdad found her and so sad. it is then la asks dokes if he had resolved his Beef with Dex, to which D- Dokes responds, What that bitch come crying to you again?
0: Oh my god! The whole scene, like look, LaGuardia's trying so hard. And Dokes just keeps calling him a girl. Uh, uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> well, and it's funny because we all know Dokes is right. So there's a part of you that yeah. is kind of rooting for him because yeah, you know he's right.
0: Right? It's fascinating. Here's,
1: <laughs> LaGuardia tells Dokes that he's all out of free passes. And Dokes responds with, I get it. You're back in the fucking freak tart. <laughs> Which, uh, ooh, I'm glad that's, ooh.
0: Jesus Christ. Like, goddammit, Dokes. If you were just, if you reeled it in just a little bit more, you may have gotten your man. I'm Just saying.
1: Right? Back at Dexter's lab, we get the return. Of character actress Margot Martindale. Turns out she didn't retire. God damn it. There was a second filing clerk, but she is going to retire.
0: Yes! She's one year away from retiring, so it makes sense that there's another <laughs> clerk and all of that stuff, but god damn it, we just talked about her. We and did. It, we ugh, did. It's right there.
1: Dokes had stopped by her file room for the Shipping Yard murders, and no matter how many times I've seen this, I still get... Really uncomfortable when she's uh, responds with, Dex, he got he got really angry.
0: Yeah, and her saying, like, he scared me. Like, yeah. I could feel that fear. Yeah,
1: he's a and scary I, guy.
0: He is a scary guy. Like, I, oh my god, I just felt so bad for her and she's so scared. She doesn't
1: know what's going on. She doesn't want to know. She just doesn't want to get fired. And Dex says he's going to take care of this, but Dokes won't back off, so he's going to have to come up with something. <gasps> Back at the big boy briefing room, Lundy is waiting for Batista to finish up with the Tribune, and Lundy's trying to find the right music.
0: Oh, he's There's... got some lovely jazzy music
1: on. Exactly, and he's trying to find something that's precise, that's fluid, has a bit of improvisation, just like the Butcher, mm-hmm. and asks Deb if her iPod has Chopin.
0: Yeah!
1: To which Deb responds, no, I don't. He's, he, he says, shit! Chopin is perfect, and he swore, Lundy <laughs> swore, and it was fun.
0: Right? I guess Deb is rubbing off on Lundy. Not
1: yet. <laughs> the truth speaks to me from a peaceful place, and you just got to set the stage to hear it.
0: Oh, uh, what a beautiful, a line. beautiful line. And, like, some actual life advice that yeah. I, that everyone should take. It's
1: really good. It's really Good. Deb claims she thrives on chaos, and then Lundy turns up the, the jazz to kind of yeah, it's really interesting because I think a lot of people assume like like Dex honestly, yeah, I'm this way, I thrive in- chaos, not because you thrive in chaos, but because you've only ever had chaos, and it's only what you're used to yeah, like you've no. you've gotten used to
0: functioning in a certain chaotic way that yeah, just turn up the, give me a little bit more of that trumpet, then hmm, you know what yeah. This is nice too.
1: Be fine with yourself.
0: Yeah. Back
1: at the pool crime scene, Dex is taking pics of that stepdad and talking to him. And the stepdad's like, I didn't do it. And Dex believes him, but he doesn't tell the dad that he believes him. No. And he notices blood misting and collects the shirt. Mm-hmm. Dokes thinks it's the dad. And Dexter fully lies to Dokes about the blood mist, saying that it is definitely a blunt force trauma from the dad. And uh lying again and again, just just yeah, setting dokes up. Oh shit And it's really uh it's really bizarre to see Dex actually going after dokes. I love it.
0: Oh my god, yeah, just that straightforward lying like that. He did learn from that one time he was a kid and talked to that psychiatrist and just tell him the exact opposite
1: of what you yeah. <laughs> It was perfect. It's all coming together. So Dexter goes outside and... Ring, 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 ring. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I had to do some creative problem solving at someone else's expense.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: That's an interesting thing to tell somebody. Yeah. It sounds good because you're trying to get control of your life.
0: Yes. But then out
1: of context or in a podcast, it sounds (laughs) insane.
0: It sounds awful. But why
1: did you call, Lila?
0: Right? Oh, well... You know that sculpture I've been working on?
1: Yeah, the cannibal one.
0: No, that's barbaric. They're just people that are consuming other people at other people's expense. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's so.
1: That's what cannibalism means. (laughs) That's my Peter Dinklage. That's perfect. Thank you.
0: That's really good. (laughs) but it's sold Dexter it's sold for a crazy price do you feel like celebrating
1: I don't think I have much of a choice because later (laughs) that night oh my god when you get a new girlfriend and they dress you different
0: (laughs) are we talking about um Dexter's salmon colored Button up and his suit jacket.
1: Yeah, I don't like seeing anyone in the Miami heat on date night in, in a suit, suit jacket. jacket. I want to see everyone smashing crabs. <laughs> yeah. I, wanna Sweaty. I, I want a concert. I want my wife to be confused if it's a rave. That's right. I, that's what I want out of date night. I don't want this. <laughs> but no, they get to the restaurant and it's full. So Lila makes a BS story about Dex proposing there 10 years ago.
0: She uh, just had a ring.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she, well, I, I really liked her, her covert switching fingers.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I liked that, too. Yeah.
1: She's
0: a really good liar, guys.
1: Yeah, they, ooh, they <laughs> get a table, and they talk about how Dex hasn't even talked about his recovery in weeks. And Lila says that's called the pink cloud. It's when an addict experiences acceptance for the first time. And as mm-hmm. they cuddle in close for a kiss, the manager comes in as they're kissing and brings them champagne.
0: Free champagne for their 10-year anniversary. So, uh, where are we going for our 10-year
1: anniversary, huh? Uh, divorce court. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Welcome to divorce court. The plaintiff, John, is in complete (laughs) correct. He claims his wife is awful. (laughs) I have nothing here. I don't watch enough court shows. Divorce watch. Full full swing. No. But this is when, when, when they get the champagne... And Lila's like, oh, did you hear that, darling? And he's like, I heard it, darling. (laughs) It's really, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. It was kind of cute, though.
1: (laughs) Lila only wants bubbles and sex. Bubbles and sex. Bubbles. Bubbles.
0: Bubbles and humping. Bubble.
1: Bubbles and humping. (laughs) There's the title. (laughs) Yay. Back at Rita's house, Cody's getting ready for his presentation, being coached by Gail.
0: And I love
1: her snapping at him. And she's like, Try to keep your fingers off your face. And he's like, Like this. And he picks his nose. And Astor laughs. That's good. When Gail just, You need to take this serious. Dex says this should be fun. Dexter does drugs. He's wrong. He's wrong. (laughs) And I love when Aster finishes her homework. And Gail is like, Are you done with the whole weeks? And Aster just. Oh,
0: dear Lord.
1: Anyway, Rita, no
0: one likes grandma
1: <laughs> yeah, she's 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 a piece of work. Rita comes home, and it turns out that Gail isn't even attempting to find a new job. So a little worrying.
0: oh God. lots, lots of liars and
1: <laughs> back at the Big Boy Briefing room, The Tribune hasn't published the manifesto yet. So they're going over all of the the whole thing. And it's, according to Lundy, one of the most it's so dense and convoluted with ideas just just all over the place. And I love this wonderful scene where Batista's like, I see a lot of literary references. It's like why?
0: What what books do you read? Doesn't matter
1: what the wrong with you. I read books.
0: Dear Lord, Masuka's just so annoying. I mean, he's supposed to be. He's doing a good job, but yeah. fuck!
1: Yeah, and Masuka's like, that's not Mark Twain. That's a Deep Space Nine reference.
0: That's not Deep Space Nine. It was Next Generation. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's all over the place. But Lundy likes what he's hearing from Batista, so he keeps going. Uh, back at the Gime, Deb is the on... The Gime? Oh,
0: oh.
1: A Gime. Sorry, that's the last time we'll do that joke. Uh, (laughs) Gabriel, did
0: you love Simpsons.
1: (laughs) I'm really mad about this because Gabriel is telling an awesome story while Deb is is on the treadmill listening to Chopin. And he's telling this awesome story about how he's training this guy to box and it turns out to fight his mom. And I'm like, I want to hear this. Yeah, no, I wasn't listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't listening to the story either. I wasn't
0: listening to the gorgeous classical music that Deb was listening to. I
1: I was really into Gabriel's story.
0: Yeah. Okay, look, you have an awesome story. Don't tell it while you're both running like that.
1: He's not the most attentive guy. He talks about, not to spoil the end of this episode, but he talks about how Grundy lures you, and then he's confused. Even after the end age appropriate line. So he's not the most attentive guy. We'll he's, get there.
0: He's not the brightest bulb.
1: Deb is fully into Chopin, finding her inner peace. Gabriel takes her earbuds out. She kind of freaks. Yeah. But what I had with this, it's a super packed gym. Yeah. It was overly packed. Ugh. It looked like a room they had that wasn't a gym, and then they shoved it in because they needed to film a scene. Yeah. And they overpacked <laughs> it. Anyway, back at Dexter's apartment later. Uh, Deb's done with the guy, and she comes into the apartment, and Lila's there, naked, and she's opening in the fridge.
0: Um, who are you? Uh, who the fuck are you? Caught
1: in my tits. I love Deb's immediate <laughs> dislike.
0: Oh my god, immediately. You could see her, like, nostrils flare up. She's like, um, who? Dexter? Excuse me. I think, yeah.
1: <laughs> and when she gets into the, the room, just, who's the skank? And again, a thousand candles. What the fuck? How long
0: did it take for them to light all of those candles? Oh,
1: it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's obvious Lila has a certain attraction to fire.
0: Something like that.
1: Which is a nice touch, but Jesus. Oh so my so god. Candles.
0: Going to burn the apartment down.
1: And yeah, Deb lets him have it. She's like, "You're cheating on Rita. You fucked up. You're practically those got those kids' dad." So what yeah. the What the fuck are you doing? And she's like, you fucked up. And then... (laughs) Lila's at the door. And as Deb's leaving, just that, ew, 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 excuse me. (laughs) I love it. But that's the problem. You never bring the pixie dream girl home because it just doesn't... It's not... That doesn't fit into...
0: It's a... Like,
1: it's it's a a fantasy. fantasy.
0: Yeah. Like, don't... It's... Dexter fucked
1: up? Lila's just telling him he just needs some time to adjust. Back at the precinct, yeah, LaGuerta and Dokes are going over the pool stepdad deal. Oh. And Dokes got a favor for a bail enhancement, which is, wow. That's and,
0: awful. No, it's the part <laughs> I mean, of the in thing, this situation,
1: it's awful. For sure. And he's holding the stepdad in uh, the interrogation until he gets the blood report. LaGuerta doesn't trust this. She wants to see the blood report. And Dokes is like, you'll get it when I do. So Dexter arrives as uh, Dokes leaves to interrogate. And he looks at all the big boys in that room going over his manifesto. And he's feeling pretty good about it.
0: Yeah. He
1: watches Dokes interrogate the stepdad on the TV, and Mm -hmm. he's having a pretty good day. Oh, and he has a
0: line that I really like. Uh, He mentions that they're all still trying to play my tune. Like, there's a lot of, you know, musical themes going on in this episode. I liked it.
1: I agree. And bef- and he also secretly puts the blood report on Doak's desk under a few files. Ooh. Uh, joining into the big boy briefing room, Musuka has one of these complicated computer methods yes. that you can put it in and it'll track how many periods, the sentence structure, all this crap, and it'll tell you exactly who the guy looks like. <laughs> we'll get back to that.
0: Oh my God. Because at
1: this point, it's one o'clock. Yes. It's time for lunch. And Lundy thinks Deb is off, and she denies for a little bit before she just goes off talking about how mad she is at Dex, how mad she is at Gabriel, and she doesn't even know why. And Lundy responds with, you've been listening to Chopin, right? Yeah. Ah. Chopin can stir up some dust.
0: I love it.
1: I also like, from a story standpoint, I like them bringing up this one o'clock lunch so that you can remember it later.
0: Yeah!
1: It's good. Back on Dox's interrogation TV, LaGuardia's watching... And Dex walks up, and he's like, oh, what's this guy doing? He's innocent. I turned in that blood report last night. LaGuardia finds it, and Dex goes over the science, proving that the stepdad is innocent. Because LaGuardia, even then, is like, well, maybe, you know, maybe Dokes knows something I don't.
0: Yeah, like, still trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but nope, it's all right there. LaGuardia Uh, lets
1: the stepdad go. Uh, The stepdad leaves, and LaGuardia and Dokes go at it, and... He realizes, motherfucker set me up. To which, look what it's just, Dexter, again, this is fucking pathetic. This isn't about Dexter, Jesus. And it's working perfectly.
0: Oh, and Dexter's watching, just smiling,
1: feeling Mm. so proud. This is me just eating it all up. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I love it. This is mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) so good.
0: So good.
1: Uh, Back at Gabriel's place, Deb is listening to Chopin. Gabriel tries to seduce her a bit. And I say try because he should. He should be able to. Look at his body. Yeah. But she breaks up with him and asks, is that okay? <laughs> no. And when no. He, when she talks about how great he is, she talks about how he's smoking hot, fun, soulful, and age-appropriate. And tells him that sometimes truth speaks from a peaceful place. Yay! And they, they kind of wrap up. And I just want to be clear here again. He never wears a shirt. Good for that guy. Good for him. Good for him. Good for all of us, really. Mm. <laughs>
0: well, we'll miss him.
1: Yeah, I honestly say, well, I really like the guy.
0: He's a sweet guy. Dex- I wish him the best. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dexter goes on a walk through his neighborhood with Lila, which we've never seen before. Ooh, uh, he's
0: not a walker. Yeah,
1: to the point of how far are we going? <laughs> In which case, I just started singing grumpy Dex, grumpy Dex.
0: He is a grumpy, grumpy Dex.
1: And he talks about how he's grumpy, I guess, because of the suddenness of all this and talking about how they were the only things that kept him human for so long. With Lila going, did they make you feel human or did they make you feel like a monster? I got that. But she she does have a good point, minus the governor bit. (laughs) She's wrong, it seems like throughout this episode but she does make a good point but guess what what it's one o'clock but lila's one o'clock which Uh, which means it's time for sex
0: bubbles and humps bubbles and humps
1: bubbles and humps (laughs) so dex and lila break into a house and they 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 have some humps
0: (laughs) they do in a stranger's home they have quite the humps.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like when I watched this as a kid, I was like, ooh, that's dangerous and sexy. And watching this as an adult, I'm like, oh, God, can you at least wash the sheets before you leave? <gasps> right? You... Or wash the, se- the sheets
0: before you have sex on it. You don't know what was there. Yeah,
1: the pandemic has turned me into a little bit of a.
0: A germaphobe, a just bit. a tad.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, thank you. I, and I love how kinky they're trying to show they keep trying to show how kinky and awesome the sex is you gotta put her leg over here and do the fancy unicorn all those crazy moves (laughs) but like because they're trying to show the contrast between the that deep actual passionate yes eye contact love sex that he and Rita had that very deep yes stay
0: with me Dex. stay with me and
1: this is just like I'm gonna put your leg over here and wrap you up like a pretzel and just just toss you around
0: Bubbles and humps! Bubbles and humps! Bubbles and humps! That's... Oh, God. <laughs> oh.
1: Lila, and this is... I think this is... Uh, when I first watched this, this might be the first actual moment I i got a, a bad impression from Lila. Ooh! It was when she comes out in the robe and she's like, "Look at me! I'm some rich bitch or whatever."
0: Yeah, no, she. I'm some old bitch.
1: Yeah, and that was the first time I'm like, oh, that seems too far." That's, that's that's rude. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, it seems like in
0: bad taste.
1: That's the one. That's why you're here. You're smarter than me.
0: Not only sometimes.
1: <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Hello. Ha hi, hi, Dexter. I'm the good Cody, so don't hang up.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. What's what's up, buddy? I want
1: you to come to my cultural report.
0: Oh, okay. I want
1: you to come because I miss you and you're my favorite. And I'm a good Cody, so you should actually listen to me. Who is that? Oh. Yeah, it might, while Cody's in the pantry or a closet.
0: Yeah, it, it looked like, the, like a broom closet or yeah.
1: something like that. And, yeah, Gail comes in, catches him, picks up the phone. <laughs> Who is this?
0: Dexter. And
1: slowly hangs up.
0: Yeah. Oh, but then the look on Dexter's face. Like, just, he feels that conflict. And I, I love that he does feel the conflict when it comes to, you know, Rita. Like, mm-hmm. in his feelings with Rita. Yeah. But what this episode shows is that what really breaks him, it's the kids. Yeah. It's always the kids. He has such a deeper connection with them. And, oh, and he's just so conflicted.
1: Well, <laughs> and what initially starts this the forest Y- that yes. grew last night. Yeah. Lila says, poor kid, he don't understand that you've already gone, he doesn't. And <laughs> Dexter is like, "No, oh, I, I, I think I'll go. Oh. So, and you can see Lila's a little.
0: Oh, and her little, like, eye roll and just, whatever you think is best.
1: <laughs> Back at Rita's house, Rita arrives home and the kids are in bed. Gale informs that Cody had called Dexter and Astra supported him. Rita had spoken with Aunt Cecilia, where it turns Uh out that Gale has been fired for over a year.
0: Holy shit!
1: She says it was philosophical differences, but I love that she uses the, you know they give trophies to everyone now.
0: Oh my god! Just that very stuck-up... Well, oh, it's also, it's the line that she says where she's like, school is, is life itself. It's not preparing you for life. Yeah. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. That's exactly what school is. You bitch.
1: <laughs> to Gail's credit, the actor is playing it
0: perfectly. Perfectly. She's
1: phenomenal.
0: I am only complaining about Gail, the character. Yeah. The person is doing wonderfully.
1: I agree. Rita then comes out and is just like, I get it now. It wasn't just me. You just suck. Yeah, no one could deal with you. And Gail, people settle for mediocrity. First Paul, then Dex, and now you're passing it on to your kids. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And this was interesting because Gail then goes on to be like, all right, yeah, give me hell. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Come at me. And Rita's like, no, I'm not going to have you turn me into you, which yeah. felt very dark side with a, like, go ahead, strike me down. Do it. Come on. Release oh. your anger. It was a weird, like,
0: Oh, yeah. I can see that. Dark side thing. And, and a Rita... little Star wars
1: <laughs> Yeah. And Rita just, no, I will not be like you. It was a little, all right, but yeah, all right, good for you. But good. Yes. And, of course, Gail still makes it about her being like, if me moving out and all these other things is what I have to do to sacrifice to get you back on your feet. Ugh. Oh, oh, my
0: God. Yeah, get just... her out of here. On up to your own shit, lady.
1: Back at the precinct, Batista's talking to Dex about the Butcher's narcissistic god complex. (laughs) Which gets Dex feeling pretty good about the manifesto. Yeah. He gets into his lab and Dox is inside. Oh, the
0: predator's back.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. What the hell are you?
1: Which is a question that Dokes is trying to find. He's used every avenue, legal or otherwise, to find the past of Dex. And him saying that proves to Dex that he doesn't have a tape recorder. Ooh. And you can see everything change in that moment. As yeah. soon as he knows that they're alone.
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. you can see the shift in Dexter yeah. going like
1: uh. And glancing out the window to make sure no one's looking, type of thing. Woo! And he tells Dokes said, hey, no matter what happens, no matter what you try, no matter when, no matter why, no matter how, no matter who, no matter what, I'll always be ahead of you for one simple reason.
0: What's that?
1: I own you. And then he fucking headbutts him. Headbutt! And and casually walks out, which is fucking awesome. Oh! I got a little emotional at this scene. Not because of this so far. Okay. But when Dex comes wa- sauntering out, yeah, and Dokes just pff, comes out like a bulldog, Ooh. or like a pit bull, I guess a bulldog would be adorable and like blah, blah, blah. he has too many, you know,
0: <laughs> like slobbering. Yeah, slobbering <laughs> like, a,
1: like a pit bull, which I like pit bulls, and that's a bad. I don't want to compare him, but you get no, it.
0: no, no, no. It's yeah. but just raging in yeah. like a bull, just a bull. Ooh, that's bad.
1: Okay, so Dexter sauntering out, yeah, and then Dokes charging in like a bull and takes Ooh. him down. What got me in this scene, more than anything, was Batista's reaction.
0: Oh, my God. He was
1: done with this. And, again, coming from a few episodes ago when he talked about being Dexter's best friend. You can see it in his face, and he's just like, nope, I'm I'm here.
0: He's mortified. Oh, I
1: fucking love it. You need a friend who's going to jump in there with
0: you. Hell, yes. Oh, my God. God.
1: Yeah. And LaGuerta comes out, suspends Dokes. And what on I loved, the spot. What I loved is it's so on the spot that she's like, take a statement. I'm suspending Dokes on administrative leave. The guy next to Dokes Yeah. just like nods at LaGuerta, flips his notebook over and just starts writing. Yeah. And I, was like, <laughs> I don't Good job guy. Yeah, I don't think that's your job, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're great. Oh
0: my god. The uh Laguardia, she did such a good job acting at the scene too, where she—you can see it in her face, in her eyes. She did not want to do that. Oh yeah,
1: no, it was tearing her apart inside.
0: Oh my but god!
1: Dokes is escorted out, and Batista asks Dex what happened, and I don't know. He just jumped me, and you get the, the badass Dokes in the elevator, just staring daggers, and Ooh. closes. Ooh, I love him. Oh, I love him.
0: Oh my god! Yes,
1: yes. At the Miami Tribune, Lundy's meeting uh, with the editors there and they have a, a like a court thing to determine if they can run the article in a few hours. And Lundy knows he's going to lose. So he uses his master manipulation or, or good manipulation, his master FBI skills. Yes. To um, let them run it if they omit a few things from the manifesto. Mm-hmm. Um, Saying, I'm just trying to save lives. Outside, later, Deb is is so impressed that he was able to get them to not only do it without the victims' names, but as a page three story. Yeah. And it just shows that Lundy is the master. He's got it.
0: That's right. He really is the rock star.
1: But hey, I got this bench right here because guess what? It's one o'clock.
0: Oh, so it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, She brought her own sandwich, and Deb admits to Lundy that she doesn't like the quiet but she does when she's with him and when he's around she feels like she can do anything she and she says that he gives her strength Aww. and it's really sweet and then and then Lundy starts talking about how old he is and then they kiss she
0: just goes in for it
1: they they stare at each other a bit they caress each other a bit and then they eat in silence
0: it's so sweet i think my favorite is when uh yeah like when when he does turned to her and is talking to her about how old he is, he he puts his arm kind of back. Kind of back. And and after she kisses him, it like he he, he caresses her face with his hand and she leans into it. It's adorable. Oh it's so sweet.
1: So yeah, we've seen this show enough that if you're weird, if you're watching this for the first time and you're weird, weirded out about their age difference, we're over it. Um, It's good. I like it. They're adorable together.
0: It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of beautiful, I don't like that segment. Hi.
0: Hello. I don't
1: like this. No, not you. Oh. (laughs) You're not in the show. Why would I segue to you? You Gotta think, mate. I think. Back at Cody's school, Dex is coaching Cody, and it's just adorable and the best.
0: (laughs) It's so cute.
1: And telling... And you really see, yeah, the different techniques yeah. that Gale had tried and Dexter's using, and he's he's using. The, I love the line of "You'll be you have you you'll be able to see if anyone picks their nose." That's power. And Cody's like, "Yeah, I'm into this."
0: Yeah, and that's right.
1: I think most notably, thank you, Aster. But Dexter goes to sit with Rita and Aster.
0: Yeah, oh.
1: which
0: I, I I could understand
1: him coming, but. Yeah, the fact that even Rita let him sit nearby was a really t- real testament to Rita's character.
0: Absolutely. Like, the the resolve and the strength that that she has. That she knows how important Dexter is to her kids. It's, yeah. it's really sweet.
1: Back at Lila's loft, she's selling her art and getting a huge check. And the lady's like, this is going to change everything for you. Mm. And she doesn't look happy, though.
0: She's grumpy Lila, grumpy Lila.
1: What? Are you bubbles and humps? <laughs> Where are the bubbles and humps? That's a very different song. <laughs> bubbles and humps, bubbles and humps. Okay. okay. <laughs> Back at the big boy briefing room, Masuka's report is ridiculous.
0: Oh my God, he's like, it's he's a 53, hilarious.
1: He's a 53-year-old white man who has a left-handed and all this other crap. That, he's a good
0: Catholic. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And Batista's like, how, 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 does, how do you know that? I think he's pissed off at God. And another some other cops are like, I found him politically motivated. And Lundy realizes at this point when everybody's at each other's uh, at each other's throats, the butcher wants confusion and chaos.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the very knowing look that Lundy and Deb exchanged. Hmm. They understand.
1: Well, when he says, what? So he was super private and now he's a media whore. And Deb responds with, he's creating a clusterfuck. And I loved Lundy's excellent. Officer Morgan. And it was yes. one of those that it, I love when you can use the term clusterfuck and it's the perfect term. Yes. good for devil. Yeah. Very good. Yay. And uh, Lundy thinks he knows what this means, goes up to the board and writes law enforcement background. Dun, He's like, this dun, guy's dun. scattershot at this. He's trying to, to confuse us. And Batista is taking it a little hard being like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. Hello. How could you suggest it was? It might be one of us. You know, because that's a bit of a... That's huge. bit of a, hey, fuck you.
0: Right? Yeah. One of the, or the biggest serial killer that that department's ever seen, and it could be one of them.
1: Ooh. Well, and I I, I can't imagine all of the immediate self-defense of, it's not a cop. It's not one of us. Oh, yeah, of course. Which I'm sure we'll get to. Back at Cody's presentation, I like that when Cody starts his report, He doesn't take Gale's note of saying one great big desert. He just says one big desert. Good for you. Stick to your guns. (laughs) Lila calls and Dexter ignores it.
0: He sure does. Silence that call.
1: So we get Lila overreacting and blowtorching her cannibal statue. Oh. During Cody's presentation, we go back and forth with Lila burning. She burns more shit than just the sculpture a lot more. She burns another thing and a chair and another sculpture.
0: Yeah, she's just she's burning the whole it. shit.
1: Um, I would like to say that my favorite line from Cody's was when he was talking about how uh, women in Saudi Arabia don't have as many privileges yeah. as men. And he's like, or get this, they can't go to the movie without men permission. And <laughs> I just loved his like, and get this.
0: Yeah, well and then I love following that. It's aster giving a look to Dexter and Dexter's like, ew, I know, right? And it's
1: like and acute. then he
0: puts his arm around her. He
1: does, and it's sweet.
0: <laughs> and Rita even like does a little like half smile and like she, ah! but then
1: after the presentation, they want to bring Dexter to get ice cream with them. And Rita reluctantly, kinda of half-heartedly, agrees, but I love Dexter's line of maybe we can get some Saudi flavors like sand or oil. <laughs> It's <laughs> a really good joke.
0: He's so cute. And, well, and yeah, this is the Dexter that we haven't seen in a while, and I missed him. Ring, ring, ring,
1: ring, 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 ring. Oh, uh, hello? Oh.
0: Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you too.
1: There was an emergency. There was a fire. He needs to leave. Rita is disappointed, but gets it and kind of shrugs off. Uh. And he leaves. He gets over to Lila's loft, and the firemen are all over there. It's a fucking big fire. I'm surprised it was contained to her apartment.
0: Seriously.
1: And he hugs her, and she's like, promise me you won't ever leave me. (laughs) Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. (laughs) But yeah, uh, and Dex, um, as he's hugging her, he notices that her light got fixed.
0: It sure
1: did. At any cost. I'd like to posit one theory.
0: Oh, yes, please, go for it.
1: Okay, so the last time we got a scene like this... Yeah. ...was when Dex and Rita broke up, and Rita came home, uh-huh. and was like, I think we broke up, I think it's over, and that was, I think, when Paul had first gotten into Gail's body, he was like, don't worry about it, mama's here, pat, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Now we're having the one where it's like, Lila's here, or like, never leave me, ever, and Dex was like, okay, pat, 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 I'm wondering if... Paul is now now that Gail's gone. Uh huh. If if he's if he's still trying to stay in the show by going into Lila because it's a very similar.
0: It is a, it's very, a very similar, similar path
1: and like everything will be all right. Yes, you know? just this
0: wide-eyed smile. Yes, I got what I wanted. Yeah.
1: And if you don't believe this, of course Paul would burn down Dexter's new girlfriend's loft. Kay? Yeah. <laughs> Back off, guys. <laughs> Alright, but that's the episode. Yes.
0: Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, guys. That's that's intense. That's a lot. Lots to think about, lots to chat with us about. We'd love to hear what your thoughts were on this. This is whoo, it's a big one. Um our email address is tilldeathdouswatch Do at gmail.com. And you can also reach us at the socials um, at tilldeath do us watch thank you guys so much for listening and for reaching out and all of the stuff having fun yeah and we oh we we don't have any spoiler stuff we wanted to talk about right no no we're good to go no that's it so yep yeah, that's it guys shoe shoe fly shoe go have your bubbles and your humps and and bubbles back. and humps bubbles and humps <laughs> go go and then come join us next time for episode 8 Bye bye stop, stop, stop,
1: stop, 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 stop